0: It's been another up-and-down week in an up-and-down season for the Omaha Storm Chasers who've won two of their five games at Warner Park against the Columbus Clippers and enter Sunday's series finale at 33 and 36 on the year. Jackson Coar limited damage on Tuesday giving up a leadoff homer but nothing more across five innings while striking out eight. He's now allowed three earned runs or fewer in six of his last seven starts striking out 47 and only walking 15 in a 35-inning span and he's earned a promotion back to Kansas City on Sunday. In other in news, Austin Cox continues to shine in June, twirling six and two-thirds shutout innings in a 5-3 win on Thursday. Cox now has a 144 ERA through four starts this month, dropping his season ERA to 371, a mark that's seventh best in the international league. The biggest output of the week at the plate came in a win on Wednesday when the Chasers put up 12 runs on 19 hits to beat the Clippers 12-7. Eight of the nine batters in the Chasers lineup had at least two hits, led by Nate Eaton, who tied a career high with four hits in a 4-for-5 game with a crucial RBI double as part of a six-run, seven-hit sixth inning. 2-2 pitch. Slice down the right field line. Over at second, he's got a go ahead two run double. The Storm Chasers lead eight to six in the bottom of the sixth inning. And Nate Eaton is four for four. He's tied a career high in hits. He's now driven in four in this game. And the Storm Chasers have come back and then some. Three runs in each of the last two innings. The Chasers have five hits to start the sixth. And they're not done yet. Eaton has now played 25 games at the AAA level, batting 322 with a 392 on on-base percentage and a 600 slugging percentage. While his 10-game hitting streak was snapped earlier this week, Eaton now has four multi-hit games in his last six. And overall, he's hit safely in 18 of the 25 games he's played with the Omaha Storm Chasers. The Storm Chasers go for a series split with the Columbus Clippers on Sunday at Warner Park before heading north to St. Paul to begin a six-game series against the Saints on Tuesday. With the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Jake Eisenberg.
1: It's been a stretch to forget at home for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals who have dropped the first five games of this week's series to the last place Springfield Cardinals at Arvest Ballpark. Northwest Arkansas has been outscored 45-22 to over the first five games of this week by the Cardinals, falling behind early in every game and just simply unable to come back. Friday's game featured a pair of dazzling throws from the outfield. As the naturals increase, the club's lead lead in outfield assists to 17 as the first half nears its close. Center fielder John Rave threw out a Cardinal at home to end the third inning. Then it was right fielder Tyler Gentry's turn in the fourth. Serpa checks in the 0-2. lined into right field for a base hit. Tyler Gentry comes charging up as Malcolm Nunez is waved around third. The throw to Rivero is on target. It's a beauty. And they got him. Do not run on the Naturals outfield. The second outfield assist of the night. Nick Dunn singles to right field. Tyler Gentry throws Malcolm Nunez out at home to end the top of the fourth inning. And again, the Cardinals are held off the scoreboard. Despite the natural struggles this week, Logan Porter's 445 on-base percentage this year still ranks ninth among all full-season minor league hitters, and he leads the Royals system not just with his on-base percentage, but a 945 OPS as well, and ranks 2nd in batting average just behind teammate Tyler Gentry, and 3rd in slugging behind Omaha's Vinny Pasquantino and Gentry. In danger of being swept in six games for the first time in franchise history, it'll be left-hander Anthony Veneziano's job to right the ship Sunday at 2.05 p.m. Central. He'll look to throw his fourth straight quality start and get the club back in the win column before heading to Amarillo next week to kick off the second half. From
2: Springdale, Arkansas, for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Nicholas Batters. The Quad City's River Bandits got off to a great start against Wisconsin this week, scoring in each of the final six innings of a 13 5 win on Tuesday. Six players had multi-hit efforts at the plate, including 11 for extra bases, while the team set a new season high, recording 10 hits with runners in scoring position. However, the rest of the week could not have gone more differently, as the Bandits enter Sunday riding four straight losses, having batted just five for 30 with men in scoring position, and in every ninth inning since Wednesday, have had the game-tying run either on base or at the plate. While recent offensive production has been few and far between, Juan Carlos Negret and Burl Dixon have each found their stride, with the pair combining for 17 total bases, including four doubles, a home run, and seven RBIs, KLM Schaff has also provided a lift at the plate, and along with his 12.27 OPS this week, extended his hitting streak to six games on Thursday in major style. KLM Schaff is at the plate to lead us off as he hits the first pitch deep to center field. Black on a dead sprint back looks up, and that ball's gone. How about that for your first hit of the game? It's a solo homer for Kale and it comes against Brandon Woodruff. On the mound, Quad Cities has received lots of heavy lifting from its starting rotation. Despite just two strikeouts, Ryland Kaufman grinded out five scoreless innings on Wednesday. And on Friday, Charlie Newweiler completed his third straight quality start and leads the Midwest League in innings pitched over the last two weeks. After Game 6 against the Timber Rattlers this afternoon, the Bandits close out the month at home against Peoria next week, as they welcome the Chiefs to town for the first time this season. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kirchhoffel.
3: Thursday night, the first half of the Carolina League's 2022 season ended, and Friday, the Fireflies down to seven game losing streak, starting off the second half on the right foot. On the third pitch of the game Thursday, Rivertown sent a ball beyond the right field wall for his team leading ninth homer of the season. It was also the Fireflies' first leadoff homer since Walter Esken did so July 11, 2019, versus the Augusta Green Jackets at SRP Park. Columbia hasn't looked back and after a pair of games in the second half, are looking down at the rest of the Southern Division and Lone 2 one team in first place. Last night, it was David Holley's turn for a first inning homer. The long ball was the outfielder's first homer in a Fireflies uniform and the 12th of his career so far. Fireflies close out their series with the Charleston River Dogs with a chance to split with a win at 5 p.m. at Joseph B. Riley Jr. Park today. After that, the team stays on the road as they visit the Augusta Green Jackets. From Columbia, I'm John Kos.